0: my name is dr mike i was born and raised in rochester new york and i am proud of where i came from while i have since moved to greener pastures in the flyover states i have always maintained a certain fondness for the flower city particularly its signature food the plate unfortunately I have watched from afar as the city has declined, from the titan of industry and cultural powerhouse it once was, into a pit of despair held together by bubblegum and duct tape. Nonetheless, nothing will take away my memories of the Rochester of yesteryear, except maybe the senility of old age. So before that happens, come join me as we reminisce about the things that made Rochester unique. Come join me for a flyover plate. Welcome to episode two of the Flyover Plates podcast. I am your host, Dr. Mike, and I'm back for a second episode. Uh, I want to make sure that, well, first off, I want to thank Nolan DeRozha for the theme music. It is catchy, it is energetic, and it is fitting for the kind of podcast I'm trying to make here. As you know, I'm from Rochester, New York. It's not quite what it is once was back in the day so that's what we're trying to reminisce on wax nostalgic on and as always my guest is uh founder and ceo of technosophy llc he is an author of the book how to protect yourself from your computer hopefully coming out with a sequel soon Uh, He is the inventor of the Streamplicity device, and he is my good friend, Mark Anthony Arena. Mark, welcome to the show again. This is gonna
1: be so awesome. I was like daydreaming about this when I woke up this morning, and I was imagining sitting here on the microphone (laughs) saying, this is gonna be so awesome.
0: It really is. The first one just flew by, and now we're back for episode two, and I actually have some talking points I really want to reminisce about so um, first off how's the last month been for you mark is it uh, you know has it uh, still been cold and snowy and dreary up in Rochester you know it's
1: funny past couple of days I've been working from the home office and I've it, okay it's May right in the rest of the earth <laughs> it's warm out and it's spring and there's bunnies and flowers <laughs> and I'm shivering I'm in Rochester and I'm shivering and I'm wearing a sweater now. Right Right now,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! It, uh... It started off the week at 40 degrees here in Ohio, and it's going to be 75 by the end of it. So, what? If, if it was welcome that warm here, it would be the weather. Degrees of tax. latitude south of Rochester,
1: man. They would impose taxes on the weather if they got that warm.
0: Well, you can't have nice weather before Mother's Day. I remember one Mother's Day, it actually snowed, and we were trying to take my mom out to lunch, and it was snowing and cold and miserable, and neither one of the kids wanted to be out. So. <laughs> Needless to say, we were not the best behaved kids for Mother's Day brunch or dinner or whatever it was. I can't remember. What. So um, I will say, Mark, that I, I did a tra- bit of traveling last weekend. I was going back to Iowa. My wife's cousin was getting married and I'm in the Charlotte airport. OK, I'm in the uh, first off, going from Dayton to Charlotte to Cedar Rapids is beside the point. But I'm in the Charlotte airport and our gate gets changed and I'm with my son. I'm with my six-year-old and right next to the gate for our flight to Cedar Rapids is is a flight to Rochester, New York of of all places. And, um, the flight is full. It's, it was Friday. So people were assumingly heading back to New York and everybody just looked dejected going onto that plane. It just, it, <laughs> and there were no smiles. It was all just like heads down, give the gate agent your boarding pass and board the flight. And... <laughs> <laughs> heads down, like you're in trouble at the principal's office. Like put your head down exactly. and give me your it ticket. Was, it, was, it was just like, it was like, okay, once I pass through the gate onto the jet bridge, all hope is lost the point of no return I really, I really wanted to grab the loudspeaker microphone and just go like people of rochester i am dr mike please listen to the flyover plates podcast if you want to remember anything good about your fair city
1: it's like yeah if you want to make light of your of your dire
0: situation <laughs> yes and to make to make matters worse there were a couple passengers that were huffing and puffing because they sprinted down the concourse to try and catch the Rochester flight and the gate agent would not let them on. So no. what do they, what does Rochester do with all of those people who misbehave? They just ship them to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, they got to go to Buffalo, um, which Is an even worse airport than Rochester. Uh, You know, I just want to insert something here.
1: On my show, I am an intelligent, thoughtful, um, articulate person. And on your show, I'm the laugh track.
0: I'm just the... (laughs) You pretty much are, man. It's just an hour of... (laughs) Uh, But but no, I, I always want to try to... I always want to try to get... Uh, you know look at the people who are going back to rochester maybe i'll know somebody because everybody knows everybody within two degrees of each other in rochester but oh if you talk to them
1: you i'm sure you'd be related to one of their relatives
0: or you i mean you have so many cousins so your cousin may have been on that flight from charlotte to rochester who knows he was
1: talking to people and they were related to us
0: but but yeah like it just just looks so sad. it really did, oh, man. And then, yeah, but but, we had a good time. The wedding was fantastic. Um <laughs> had a little issue with the luggage. I finally got the bag today, but that's beside the point. Um, so s- speaking of good times back in the day, uh, actually speaking of sad, um, it's really hit me hard this week. I found out that you know, talk show host, Jerry Springer passed away he was sick he was older he wasn't doing his show like like he used to anymore but uh i will say my teenage my adolescent years um i looked forward to that show i really did um for those of you who don't know i'm i'm he's the former mayor of Cincinnati. He tried unsuccessfully to run for governor, um, served on the city council. And then he was a news anchor for the longest time at channel five, you know, one of the uh, local channels here in Cincinnati. And Mark, I just, I don't know about you, but I remember like him being the, once I hit Jerry Springer on the TV, like I knew I was home, especially during the summer, (laughs) you know, you hit the today show you're like oh maybe the bus was late or something or you you hit the nine o'clock hour you're like you know regis and whoever his co-host was was like oh maybe i had a doctor's appointment and it was on in the waiting room but when you hit jerry springer at 10 o'clock and then you hit the prices right at 11 (laughs) you knew that you were home for the day like if you were homesick homesick or home for the summer or what have you. Uh (laughs) So like you hit Jerry Springer at 10 o'clock and you're like, okay, you know what? that's the point of no return. I'm not going back. I'm watching this, I'm watching The prices Right, and I might go back and take a nap. So. <laughs> yes!
1: And, and by the way, if, if y'all miss Jerry Springer, um, you can go to PlutoTV.com or put PlutoTV on your Roku, and they have among many amazing channels, like they have a 24-hour mystery science channel, and a 24-hour bull riding channel, and a 24-hour reality show channel, but they have a 24-hour um well and also a 24-hour bob barker channel but they have a 24-hour jerry springer classic episodes channel
0: yes they do they also have a 24-hour alex trebek jeopardy channel which is awesome yes. especially when you see the mustachio trebek from the late 80s and early 90s that's what we grew up with that's exactly what we grew up with um but I did, I did come up some, with something, Mark. I want to pose this question to you that nothing will ever replicate Jerry Springer. Like it was in its heyday with the fights and the, um, the guests and the audience of, of which I got to sit in on twice, which was amazing. You what? Oh, I was on the Jerry Springer audience twice when I lived in Chicago.
1: You what?
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I went once what? i went once with my sister back in 2009 and then i went once with my now wife and one of my classmates from podiatry school in 2010 all right so i used to think you were
1: cool before but now i just this blows my mind
0: <laughs> it was one of the best experiences of my i had to go twice it was it was amazing
1: what
0: the the audience is every bit as rowdy as you, as it looks on TV and Jerry just rolled with it, man. He fed off of that energy. Like you wouldn't believe, but I do want to pose this question because I just thought of it this afternoon. Jerry Springer will never be what it once was because he's not there. Is there anybody, if they made a talk show format in that manner would come close to it, kind of like Drew Carey did with The Price is Right. It's not the same. It's it's still pretty good. It's The Price is Right. I mean, Plinko stands on its own. (laughs) But is there anybody out there who might come close? Because I have somebody in mind who might if he decides to do it.
1: All right. Well, the first thing I'll say is Steve Wilkos, who was Jerry's assistant, he did his own show for a while, and it was quite similar.
0: He does very well with it, too. But – different kind of mentality
1: okay the only other person i'm guessing is on your mind is is don elhart
0: no actually not this time he aside would from me down. which i would do i would do the show for free but <laughs> tucker carlson
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that tucker's out of a job you want to have him do like a, a, a trashy
0: daytime show Hey, Springer went from hard newsman to pop culture phenomenon by going to a talk show format. Uh, Could you see Tucker Carlson doing a show like Jerry Springer trying to play ringmaster to all of that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, for, I was gonna say If if it was Don Elhart He would calm people down Like he could walk into a brawl And and he would just Well now, uh, well hello Rochester And people would just calm down immediately <laughs> So, but I don't, I don't know about Tucker right? You know, he'd get up there and read an essay and,
0: and people would
1: still fight
0: It would just be one 60 minute final thought <laughs> But But yeah, it just like I said, it just popped in my mind. Like, could Tucker Carlson like sort of replicate the phenomenon that Jerry Springer was back in the 90s and early 2000s? (laughs) I don't know, but (laughs) this leads me to my next my next topic and one that I that I really wanted to get to. During Jerry Springer, during the Price is Right, during the six o'clock news with, with Don Elhart, I mean, one of the things that made Rochester unique, one of the things I loved were the poorly made local commercials. And, and in, this, in this world of streaming services and DVRs and whatnot... Aside from the Super Bowl, like nobody watches commercials and nobody really watches commercials on local television. And Mark, I don't know about you, but that's that stuff, that stuff kind of stuck with me when I was growing up. We were very young, very impressionable. Um, commercials played a big part, especially those those poorly produced unrehearsed local commercials with cheesy 90s graphics on. them. And, and so luckily, I wanted to talk, YouTube I wanted to talk fun. about the um, I wanted to go back and talk about some of the commercials that we saw growing up, which ones stuck out with you, which ones stuck out with me and maybe sort of create a Mount Rushmore between the two of us playing off each other to to see who would who belongs on the who belongs on the Rochester commercial Mount Rushmore. No. I love how you some, call it a, there Mount have been Rushmore. some real, what's that Mark?
1: I love how you call it a Mount Rushmore, you know, like the hall of fame of the lousy, low quality, low budget Rochester commercials. Um, That's
0: right. One comes to I want to the mind. top four. I want the, the top four. Can I guess one? So, well, hold on because there are, you know, there are some honorable mentions that aren't from Rochester. I, that I do really want to mention, um, the Montgomery flea market. When I lived in Alabama, that was amazing. There was all of the Jones self storage commercials. Yes, That you showed Jones me that you wanted me to, that you wanted me to look at on YouTube. Those were, those were, those were really, really good. But, uh, Rochester had uh, has a veritable cornucopia of local commercials that even today, if you ask anybody of a certain age, is gonna be like, yeah, I remember those. So, where were you gonna start off with, Mark? Oh, I was gonna add
1: uh, an honorable mention of, in Cleveland, they had the, the creepy furniture guy.
0: <laughs> and he says, my name's yes. Mac, and I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah that one like i said when i lived in alabama the montgomery flea market one my, my brother still laughs at that every time i show it to him um so you didn't need to look it up on youtube it's it, it's just some guy dancing and singing about a flea market wow. and how it's just like a mini mall oh wow okay can i guess one rochester one all right let's let's dive into the rochester ones
1: um, let's see. Oh, there's so, oh, This is so good.
0: I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We. we I need. I'm going to start off with. I'm going to start off at the top and and change my mind if there's a new number. If there's a different number one, but Jim the Hammer Shapiro. <laughs>
1: Five four six seventy seven seventy. <laughs>
0: exactly you know the number and then they just yeah, threw one <laughs> then they threw a 1-800 in front of it so, but good on them they you know, got us to remember it 30 years later still remember it now I, I did do some research on this and there is a um a youtube video it's like four different Jim the Hammer Shapiro commercials that chronicle his downslide from just like talking into the camera how he's a tough smart lawyer and then I <laughs> on, I think on the last one it's like how he wants to rip the hearts out of the people who did this to you and how no he hates way. people <laughs> no. and then he, and then of course on that last one where he's just completely lost his mind they have the 90s Um, graphic of the hammer smashing the law book or something. Why would a hammer smash a law book? And why would a law book be rigid? I don't know, but it was just, it's Jim, the hammer Shapiro. It's just, (laughs) I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how you top that, especially, especially since I mentioned it and then you're like, Oh my gosh, I remember this and the number and just, how much he just loved yelling at you through the TV.
1: (laughs) I love how you noticed his downfall, though, because that that part I didn't...
0: (laughs) I didn't notice it until I went on YouTube and just was looking at old Rochester commercials because I felt lonely and I really wanted to talk about it on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) right. So, so yes, I mean... I, that that was my starting off point, because anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you were e- even remotely cognizant in the 90s, you would have seen this commercial and you would have known this commercial or your older siblings would have beaten you over the head and inculcated you with this commercial. <laughs> okay. can, I, can I guess another one? <laughs> Oh, we're going down the we're going down the rabbit hole now.
1: Can I guess the next one? Sure. Marine Land. Marine Land. Niagara Falls,
0: Ontario. Ontario. Doo, doo, oh it's the place to go. Oh man, I, I, I you know, I like Marie. I, I like that. It's very catchy. It's very it's it's it fits all the criteria it's catchy it's locally produced it's kind of shoddy if you ask me (laughs) but uh but no marine land i'll give that an honorable mention that that was very good i got another one for you everyone loves marine land
1: okay i got another one for you Vinny and Angelo, yeah, my boys, Vinny and Angelo at Vinny and
0: Angelo and their mother—you can't forget the ones when the mom was on either. Yeah. For yeah. those of you who don't know, Vinny and Angelo owned a Dodge dealership in Arundelquite, and they made these—they they made these memorable commercials with each other. There were, I, th- I believe, they were brothers. I don't know if they. But the mom was a, fake.
1: She was an actress oh she wasn't even italian it came out later oh wow she was their friend she was a jewish actress who was their friend and they hired
0: her to play the mom on the show oh my gosh oh my goodness the Commercial. that's probably because when they asked the mother she beat them both with a wooden spoon <laughs> no I, I will not I do your a commercial the other Do day it day i survived the wooden spoon everybody did my mother wasn't even Italian and then Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Vinny and Angelo, the, the memorable Arondacoit Dodge commercials that had that I I don't even know what the number is, but I just remember it was it was in Arondacoit, it was like right over the Stutson Street Bridge and I was like, Oh. Okay. Yeah, Vinny and Angelo. And for some reason <laughs> that, they that's, sold cars for it another price. memorable one.
1: The cars were half price, and I don't know how. Like, I would look at their newspaper ads, and it would be like, you know, 1993 Dodge Caravan, 20 grand. Our price, 13 grand. It's like, really?
0: Are you guys still really, making this? money on this? Is it come with all of its parts? Did you rip out the tape deck? I mean...
1: Seats not included.
0: <laughs> well you know now you're now you're paying for acceleration stuff but i'm gonna save that for your show (laughs) (laughs) yeah right with
1: the rentals heated seats and all that nightmare and you know i gotta say like how many nights did you say hey mark do you want to record a computer exorcist show and i would say "Ah, i'm too tired i don't know but tonight (laughs) you know you called me late and you're like hey you want to do a flyover plates and i'm like yes because instead of draining my energy this show gives me energy
0: this show I hope it gives everybody else energy that's listening out here because uh I am having a lot of fun doing this and and with the back and forth with Mark and the, the witty repartee it's just it, it's been fantastic so um so let's see we got we got Jim Hammer Shapiro we got Marine Land we got Vidi and Angelo you got anything got any other ones Mark Um,
1: Well, you had the one about the I'll let you do that one about the roller skating.
0: There really wasn't a commercial for it, though. I don't even I don't remember. For for those of you who lived on the west side like me, grade school, you went to the Horizon Skateway on Ling Road. I don't remember there being a commercial for it, though. It was kind of like everybody's birthday party like Chuck E. Cheese and Discovery Zone and Horizons Gateway like everybody had to have at least one birthday there in their childhood or they'd be shunned in middle school I I don't remember but I don't remember a commercial for that
1: Uh, um, hold on I'm gonna search for more vintage
0: oh I've well I mentioned it in the last episode sort of but the great great house of guitars yeah not just the easter bunny but you know when santa was on or when they did the the psychedelic one with the spinning cameras and the the graphics effects and that sort of thing i mean again an institution that had memorable commercials its case in point the the easter bunny so um yeah and it's just this this music store right yeah so it's an amazing music store. It's withstood the test of time. What, um Seabreeze and Darian Lake? Seabreeze had some pretty, some pretty awful commercials. Uh, I'm, I'm. I am i i did not see any through. of a, but they didn't have any of what Seabreeze really was—just a bunch of crying kids who spilled their ice cream or threw up on the jackrabbit. <laughs>
1: I had my first kiss on Jack Rabbit, a girl I just happened to sit next to. Ooh. Never met her before. (laughs) It was great.
0: (laughs) But no, Seabreeze, again, a great park when we were kids, right? Overlooking Arundaqua Bay. Jack Rabbit is a classic wooden roller coaster. They did have some good commercials, and again, I knew of quite a few people who worked their summers at Seabreeze and... I'm not going to say loved every minute of it, but they, they worked there and they sort of enjoyed themselves. I mean, heck, they got to be Nick on the rides all day, so <sighs> couldn't have been that bad. But yeah, Seabreeze, Darien Lake. I only remember Darien Lake when it was Six Flags. Like, I don't remember old school Darien Lake commercials. Do you? Yeah,
1: vaguely 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 yeah Uh, and and the other stuff well i mean there's wegman's commercials too
0: when danny did the voiceover was it danny that did the voiceovers every day you get our best it might have been him i don't know come get a quarter chicken for three forty nine a pound
1: (laughs) and and of course there were the national ones like the double mint gum mint gum, Mentos. Mentos, the fresh maker. What? How did the? I just heard it. Oh, juicy fruit. It's gonna move ya. <laughs> juicy fruit. It gets right to ya. I found a Beta tape from my uncle from his basement, and I I watched it. And all of the commercials, milk pass it on oh my gosh right
0: God got milk had a couple memorable ones too on a national campaign
1: yeah and yeah I'm scrolling through YouTube right now and there's a lot of Jim the Hammer
0: Shapiro of course there's Jim the Hammer Shapiro how about uh, how, how about another law firm Oh, so Selena Barnes. Barnes.
1: Yeah, those. Uh, a guy who worked for them said, "Oh, those greedy B words," and they greeted each other out of they, they fought each other. I mean, they just they didn't have enough millions that they had to fight they, each other.
0: They self destructed from the inside. But four five four twenty twenty.
1: Four five four twenty twenty. Yeah, I'll never forget that.
0: And then. You got to remember the Billy Fusillo ads. Oh yeah, it's gonna be huge. Huge. Now, now I will say I, I remember Billy Fusillo from when I lived in Syracuse before I before he infiltrated Rochester. So I, I would when I was in college, I would see commercials for his dealerships in Syracuse and Utica and what have you. And then I go home for the summer, and then all of a sudden I see Fusillo Hyundai of Greece, and I'm like, oh man. He's back. <laughs> I, I will say my, um, my sister saw Billy Fusillo at a gas station and he got mad at her because she didn't know who he was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being glad that you aren't being mobbed by paparazzi, how did what did he say?
0: He's like, you don't know who I am. And my sister's like, no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's like, I'm Billy Fusillo. <laughs> my, my, my sister was like, okay cool i guess
1: how about mike o ford remember his commercials oh and, and he would, he mike would o. Sell, ford. right right he would have his you know stand in front of a bunch of cars out in his lot with his little cardboard sign and then at the end he'd go we'll see
0: you right here <laughs> like he was a wrestler how about the Mario's commercials, man? From from back in the day. Oh, you're not just my customer; you're my special you are, guest. You are my special guest, exactly. Like the old Mario's that was on East Avenue, and then then he moved to the Via Bruti, which is now the Whole Foods Starbucks conglomeration of gridlock traffic like you told us in the last show
1: i had to go I, there again this week so for the second time traffic <laughs> nightmare okay so this time <laughs> instead of escaping out of the entryway you know going against traffic i decided to obey traffic but i got stuck in a right turn only lane now i mean just nuts so you could only make a right onto monroe and meanwhile full manhattan gridlock as usual on monroe
0: <laughs> no Manhattan gridlock would have nicer cars you just had a bunch of SUVs yeah with soccer moms driving them yeah any other commercials um this was more of a west side thing but do you remember like Olindo's market commercials sure like the old bearded guy who was telling you about all the Italian products that he had on sale that week yeah how about the Charlie Brown's
1: commercials Oh, the guy, he would just like the camera would pan across tons of different meals.
0: I got another one that just popped into my head. In Clema's meat market. (laughs) I never went there, but you seem to love it. I've never went there either, but (laughs) G-Rock and beating up on low prices or high prices. Excuse me.
1: I don't remember this. This is great.
0: Oh, you got a YouTube in, in Clemens Meat Market. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it out. And I know
1: I'm <laughs> kicking myself. So I'm sure we're forgetting a lot of them, but we got the major ones.
0: Oh yeah, Lyle Video News. They always had commercials going oh, on, right? Lyle Both Video during News during the day and late at night.
1: <laughs> Here's in Clemens Meat Market. Wow, I'll have to watch these later. Yeah.
0: yeah, you'll you'll have to watch this. So so. Before we move on to the next topic, let's let, let get a Mount Rushmore. If you get obviously, I think Jim the Hammer Shapiro needs to be on on there,
1: and of course um, Vinny and Angelo and House of Guitars.
0: Vinny and Angelo for sure. The other two spots kind of up in the air. I, I oh, give me, give me, give
1: me Bill Grace. Give me, give me, give me Bill Grace. You know, I was thinking of that, but I I didn't. <laughs> I didn't remember if that was a modern commercial, but yeah, I mean, it must've worked because totally 99% of Rochester yeah, people I, you know, eat at Bill Gray's. Just because overnight.
0: it's Bill Gray's and, and Bill Gray's has amazing food. I might, I'll put that one up there too. So we got the, we've got the fourth spot left open. Um, I had to go with the house of guitars just cause it's has such a, It has such a generational effect, both young and old, remember it, have been there, probably have bought some equipment there, still go there. Might Um, have slept
1: there on a shelf.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, old people walk by it now like they used because they can't go walk at Marketplace Mall anymore since it's going to be a senior living facility. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
1: i love how but, people have to do laps indoors at malls because it's snowing outside
0: year-round yes exactly it uh but yeah i like i said i think that's a pretty that's a pretty sturdy mount rushmore with with jim the hammer shapiro and Vinny and angelo and the bill grays and what did we say the fourth one was great great house of guitars the great great house of guitars uh, sh- should have written that down um, alright so alright so again Rochester commercials amazing Mark did you ever watch commercials in like the basement of your grandpa or great uncle or something like that
1: um, <clears throat> just watching commercials in their basement
0: yeah, or being in their basements.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, there there were plenty of places. I mean, plus, like, I would follow my dad to his clients' basements all the time because he would do electrical sure. work, you know, on their panel boxes. Um, so I've been in a lot of basements, uh, my friends' yeah. houses, and everyone's got the stolen road sign up on the wall. And
0: <laughs> Well, that's the next thing I wanted to talk about because a few months ago, we had a fish fry at the Eagle's Lodge down by my house. And I sent you a picture and it was just like wood paneling, old school speakers and dusty chairs and dartboards and pool tables. There was a bar in one side of it. And I'm like, Mark, this is like every grandpa's basement ever. Yeah, all it's missing is a all it's missing is a Jenny twelve horse sign and a picture of somebody who I don't think is attractive but was probably considered hot and sexy in the 70s. <laughs> um, right.
1: Yeah, the Jenny Light so, sign and, and sometimes like a wolf hollow, howling at the moon, like a velvet picture.
0: Yeah, or or, or a knitted blanket of, of I don't know, I guess that might have been reminiscent of a Pink Floyd album or something. Or a quilt. <laughs> but, yeah, or like those family but, photo al- uh, the photo
1: frames yeah. where they had like ovals of different family members in each oval
0: see yeah see i I remember as a kid going to like my great uncle's house, and it would have been like what a man cave is for a baby boomer, I guess um well, you know I, it was and, and I just want to talk though. you know, the stereotypical Rochester baby boomer type basement, like what are the things that you remember seeing in there what do you you know what do you remember first off, I remember like the musty smell like it smelled. It smelled like humidity. (laughs) There was no dehumidifier in that in that basement. There may have been a washing machine off to the side at the bottom of the stairs, but like the other ninety-eight percent of the basement was like an ode to an ode to masculinity. Oh, I gotta say, I had some great
1: aunts and uncles who had really nice basements, and they had yeah. arcade machines in their basements. And imagine arcade five-year-old machines. Mark in their basement running around—it was heaven.
0: Like, 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 not Pong and Space Invaders, like arcade machines, machi- arcade machines, like pinball machines and
1: Choplifter. Yeah. You remember Sega Choplifter? yes like it was amazing i i had some relatives who had some really cool pinball machines um when i was very little my grandparents had a place before they moved out of it and they had a pool table in the basement but i was too
0: little to know what it was but that was cool yeah i remember there it was a pool table there was a sh- there was a shuffleboard table like throwing the sawdust down and and hitting those metal discs that weighed about 15, 20 pounds that if you pummeled it in your sister, you'd probably crack her skull open. (laughs) Did you get yelled yelled at like, Michael, don't hit your sister with the puck? I I didn't. I did not. I was a very, very good kid. All right. Um, But you could tell those things were heavy as all get out, man hey
1: shout out Um, to flower city amusement uh there's a kid he's like early 20s he's like 21 but he's obsessed with the 80s so he started his own 80s arcade and he has games just like the puck game that you're talking about and he has the original donkey kong original atari um arcade machines he's got everything and he drives a a firebird oh my gosh this guy's amazing so yeah you gotta see him i gotta bring you there when you come
0: let me guess he's a fan of night rider too
1: well he must be if he drives <laughs> a black firebird but uh he has a tv in in his arcade and it just plays back to the future on loop
0: <laughs> is it one way it's like you have to reach up and turn the dial from channel 2 to channel 13 <laughs> now,
1: unfortunately they're modern TVs uh, with good oh, quality okay. picture but yeah I mean he started in like 2021 2022 he started this business and I keep telling him that, that I always dreamed of doing something like this and I'm so proud of him so if, if you are still stuck rotting in Rochester <laughs> your only choice at this point for social life is going
0: to Flower City Arcades I highly recommend it <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Flower City Arcade. And I remember, like, the couch with the cushion, you know, rips in the cushions. And there may have been, like, $6 worth of loose change that got lost out of people's pockets. Do you remember um,
1: those tables? It was like a end table, but it had, like, a, a separate level to it, like a little parking garage level. And then people would put oh, a like, yeah. lamp on it.
0: Yeah, I do remember that. But I also remember like them trying to build out a bar area, but it was it, it it was covered with bankers' boxes full of old tax returns and documents.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of bankers' boxes right there. I'm gonna rotate my little <laughs> screen here so you can see it. But do you see all the bankers' boxes on my? Floor? Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness but and they always had like a light up beer sign or again a jenny 12 horse jenny light old school genesee um genesee beer signs and other paraphernalia Ooh, i was i was scrolling through facebook the other night and i saw a um do you remember those old like Knob hockey machines like the USA versus the Soviet Union. Is that what they called it? Knob hockey. It's like foosball, but with, you know, you had the the players on the different knobs and. Yeah,
1: bubble hockey. But you're right. It was always the the glorious U.S. versus the dirty U.S.S.R.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, They had one of those on sale or not on sale for for sale on Facebook for like five thousand dollars. I'm like, man. You could have gotten those for, for nothing back in the day. You know, I was
1: thinking, I, I forgot what it was. Oh, oh like um, Panasonic 3DO and TurboGrafx-16 and all those those 90s consoles that, that never quite succeeded. Sega
0: Gamecast?
1: Uh, Dreamcast, yeah. Or Sega like Saturn. Like, a lot of them, people were just throwing them away in the late 90s, and I wish yeah. we'd gone around collecting them because now they're worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds.
0: Well, yeah, that, that was even old school Sega Genesis i mean how many emulators are out now that have Sonic the Hedgehog to play on your computer
1: yeah but but you're right the the bubble hockey for sure and the the old video games with the console TV back in 07 yep. I got a console TV from a repair guy for like 10 bucks and I put it Did in my really? buddy's basement and we were going to recreate the that 70s show basement <laughs> Oh
0: man, that's kind of what it was. It's that's kind of what it reminded me of that the basement in that '70s show. But you know, we only got to hang out there at family gatherings and birthday parties. So um, it's a certain comfort. Yeah, I mean, there was just some some vintage. I don't want to say old, but vintage stuff. I mean, there was an eight track player down there. Um, a beta deck. Beta deck. Yeah, I mean, it was like. You threw everything down there, but you didn't realize 20 20 years after the fact that that stuff is not trash anymore. It's a collectible.
1: Cause people know what's good now and you and I remember what's good and that stuff lasted, but, but yeah, there's a certain comfort to, to just the, just now I'm imagining being in this basement that we've, that we've dreamed up here and it's just so comforting. Like, cause um, of course you're going to imagine it's during a snow day Of course, you're just in the basement and it's cozy and quaint.
0: Exactly. Which is where I'm broadcasting from now. I'm broadcasting from my basement and
1: i love your Which basement is, and it's phenomenal but it's not crusty
0: no it's it's not it does have a playstation 3 though so it's it's got some vintage stuff down here but um but yeah i mean just like i said the, the, the stu- and i think it was pretty typical of rochester basements back in the day too like they they are all unfinished they had like you could tell that they did their own electric work because the light was hanging down from the ceiling. It wasn't. It was. It was fixed hanging by a wire, or there was a plug in the ceiling that was holding onto it. It could crash at any minute. Um, there was the. There was the. The couch with the ripped cushions. The TV with the off picture. It may have a cable box with Squiggle Vision when you wanted to watch like HBO and you didn't have HBO. So you turn it to. Vision. You turn it to channel two and you're like you're trying to see like Dennis Miller live or um, deaf comedy jam on squiggle vision. And you could tell like the later at night, it went a little bit, got a little bit clearer, um, a little bit picture, but it was still squiggly. And you had the pool table or the ping pong table, or it was always an unfinished basement with like carpet thrown, like, Shreds of carpet thrown down on it. And again, there may have been a washing machine. There may have been a guest bedroom off to the side, but it was like it was like an ode to masculinity of, of generations of my dad and my grandfather. And you know what?
1: Like. Modern times, they intentionally build a man cave, right? They sit down oh, with a yeah. blueprint and it's, we're going to build a man cave and we're going to purchase this and purchase that and have a bar. And But in those days, it was, hey, well, the wife gave me her old broken TV from upstairs, so we might as well set it up down here. It was, you did whatever you could, right? Oh, the bar Absolutely. gave me their old Jenny sign. It was just whatever <laughs> you had.
0: You make do. It, it was it was the stuff that was too old or too out of date that your significant other didn't want anymore, but you didn't really want to throw it out. So you threw it in the basement because you knew, you you knew, your wife was going to come down like once a week to do laundry. And that was it. It was, it was, it was really an escape from reality. It was, it was just, it felt in a way it felt homey. It felt, it felt nostalgic and it felt it felt very welcoming and inviting. So that's yeah, what like, I felt when I went to the Eagles Lodge. I was like, Nick, like wood panel wood paneling a real dartboard. Like, you know, if you got that stuck in your backside, it would bleed. <laughs> like anyway. real darts. Not this Velcro ball stuff. Um, and if you
1: notice, you could let loose. You could let your hair down, so to speak. You didn't have to worry if you spilled your your um, your high C or, or what's that other? Yeah, high C or Hawaiian punch. Who cares if you <laughs> spill it? It's the old couch.
0: Yeah. If there was beer down there, I'm sure somebody drank it that wasn't of age. And it was probably skunky as all get out. I threw a party
1: once in my parents' basement. I only threw two parties in high school ever, like, my last year of high school. And they were sanctioned, and they, they were they were dry and all that. But, like, I, my dad had some really good stereos, and I had really good stereo equipment.
0: Well, I remember your basement, because your brother, JP, would invite us all over for sleepovers and just to hang out. And, yeah, your dad had some pretty gnarly stuff down there (laughs) they really did
1: trains and fish tanks that was our thing those two things uh, those are definitely worth a mention
0: oh absolutely absolutely model train sets of course i'm sure there was a you know a toy helicopter you could fly and crash into that load-bearing beam that was in the middle of the basement right Yeah, and how many times
1: did like the younger siblings climb up the beam and then fall off?
0: Oh, of course. You know, pray you don't hit your head on the concrete because that carpet was not cushy at all.
1: Right, and you just hope you land on the couch.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have had the coordination to walk right into that beam for no reason at all. So, but yes, the, the good old fashioned basement an ode to the basement a rochester classic complete with complete with all the fixins. oh sega master
1: system maybe an old computer yeah.
0: how about how about the old uh 45 record player with the dusty speakers like, like people didn't re- people don't realize like speakers collect dust. I mean, those, those, those covers were fabric, you know, that, right. <laughs> and it was, it was like Brown, it was various shades of Brown. And that's, that's kind of how I felt at the Eagles lodge. And I was like, and that's what I texted you. I'm like, Mark, I really want to do, I really want to dedicate a portion of the podcast episode to the old school baby boomer Rochester basements. <laughs> that's so because they they were classics (laughs) um (laughs) yes so what else have you got going on for the next few weeks mark are you doing any speaking engagements are you taking over the world
1: yes um i'll give you a brief update on me and then i want to ask you about another topic Uh, sure sure that's that's really important um about iowa that you told me so um Yeah, if y'all might know if you heard my show, Computer Exorcist Podcast, I spent the past decade or more um, working with seniors, doing tech support for them in their homes, protecting them from not only scammers, but protecting them from big tech, which is just as bad in a lot of cases. Um, so I had a guy the other day, he and his wife were paying 130 bucks a month for cell phones that they rarely use, so I chopped them down to 30 bucks a month total. Uh, so that was a triumph. And so saving people money, I'm thrilled, um, but I can only help a couple people a day. So my whole deal is I want to try to figure out how to get my knowledge out there to you know, it's it's knowledge, right? It can spread. It doesn't have to be me physically driving around and overworking my body all the time to help a couple of people. So I'm trying to figure out this year um, how to do that. I have a great new apprentice. He's doing great, but uh, so I'm trying to figure out ways and. I met with a lady the other day and I said, yeah, I'm going to come out with a sequel to my book and it'll take me another three years but I'm frustrated because there's all these people out there in the world suffering with with rental schemes and fake protection and all that and she said, Mark, why don't you do a tips book? 52 tips, one tip for, for each week, real digestible simple paragraph and I said, oh yeah, because then I can get the knowledge out there sooner. So I took this, you know, two, three hundred pages of notes for my next book and now I'm I'm motivated. Instead of procrastinating in this big insurmountable pile of notes that'll take me three years to get out there, now it's, hey I'm, I'm starting to boil them down into simple paragraphs. I'm going to non-Rochestyls networking meetings. I don't know if I told you that. Where, uh, you have? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going through Zoom. You can do networking meetings and meet people from non-Rochester and, you know, a prophet is not accepted in his own hometown. But when I talk to people in non-Rochester, they're like, wow, we love that. We love new ideas that save us money and it makes sense. Where in Rochester, half the time it's, I don't get it. That's not familiarity, so I'm scared. I'm going to go back to that abusive provider that charges me a lot of money because familiarity. So,
0: yeah. And... um. Now, you could take that 52 tips, and and I'm pretty sure you could expand it into a a page-a-day calendar.
1: Oh, I can easily do hundreds of tips easily. And and I'm starting to give these tips at the different networking (laughs) meetings I'm a part of, and people love it.
0: Okay. Let me know when there's the calendar photo shoot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. It'll be you and me in a basement somewhere with some 80s video games.
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) galaga
1: oh yeah yeah um but yeah so thanks for for uh giving me that little spotlight there um i am thrilled because it's just the beginning right all all my um my uh what do you get my horoscopes lately keep saying scorpio there's a lot of big things in in store for you and you're finally gonna make a breakthrough and you've got all this stuff you know i feel like the um the gumball machine that's been clogged and stuck for ten years, and finally someone walks up and puts in a bunch of quarters, and all the knowledge is coming out of me, and it's gonna go out to the world, and it's gonna
0: help people. So you have been to Horizon Skateway and the clogged gumball machine? <laughs> what, they had <laughs> one of those? I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Uh No, I was an east sider. I wasn't allowed to go to the west side, so I never went.
0: I I, I know it it was a scary place, but uh, if you you knew people, they were the salt of the earth type folk. But but yes, it was the west side and it had a certain stigma to it, I will admit, having gone to school with a bunch of east siders. Um, (laughs) That's a big thing in Rochester, right? If you're west of the Genesee River or east, that's a huge thing. But then you get out to like Spencerport and Chile and it's like, oh, wait, that's not the West Side. That's the boonies. <laughs> like Churchville and Spencerport, Hiltons. like, yeah, we don't consider y'all West Siders. You guys are farm country. <laughs> you don't have you don't have an ethnic festival out there. <laughs> Right, because we have
1: Greek Fest, Italian Fest, Fort Greek Fest. Um, all right, so I want to ask you, I want to remind you of something you told me this week, and I, I'd sure. love to hear you expand this to the audience. So speaking of farmland, um, you texted me the other day and said you were in Iowa among a group of your in-laws trying to explain to them the concept of a
0: garbage plate. <laughs> How did it go? It actually went quite well. Um, I, I talked it over with my my brother-in-law and his wife and a couple of, some of her cousins um, things to talk about at a wedding. You know, I I showed you the picture of the pork tenderloin I had for lunch that day. And that thing was massive. And I should have doused it in country sweet when I had the chance, but um, cookies, barbecue sauce in Iowa, suitable alternative. Okay. But they were intrigued. They, they were, they were, they were not put off by it. I will say that. And they're like, well, what is it? I'm like, it's the meat of your choice. Mac salad, home fries, and a, and a loose meat based hot sauce, mustard onions. And they're like, all right, we're going to, you know, they're planning on coming out to visit us in August. So I'm, I'm, if that happens, I will take my Midwest cow that I have in the freezer here. I will make some burgers. I will make the hot sauce. I will give them a garbage plate. And hopefully we have converts that are outside of Rochester.
1: Oh, and White Hots, too. You got to order them from Rochester.
0: Did you explain? One step, what at, a One step at a time, Mark. Right. Okay, time. right,
1: right. And and plenty of people come to Rochester and, and fall in love with the White Hots, and then they end up they doing do. mail order,
0: huh? They do. It's it's something I'll eat when I'm back at Rochester, but it's really not something I'm going to you know order from whatever grocer is going to have it and – spend $25 for white hot dogs.
1: Can you explain to the audience what they are?
0: Um, a white hot is technically like, it's a pork hot dog, isn't it? Correct. With a so bit it's, a, of it's a pork hot dog, not necessarily a beef hot dog, but um, a little bit milder in the spices and that sort of thing. Um, cooks on a grill a heck of a lot better than a red hot because you can actually see the grill marks. So you can see the casing pop and a grilled white hot is, is very, very good. Um, like I said, it's not something that really that really had legs outside of Rochester, though.
1: Right, because in Rochester, if you order a hot dog, you have to specify red hot. And people go, what are you, what are you, you, you talking about? As It's because as opposed to a white hot dog. And they taste very similar, but it's a Rochester thing. And I believe it came from the German bratwurst. It's very similar to a bratwurst. Yeah.
0: See, when I go out to Iowa, it's like they have different types of bratwurst they make they have different flavors of bratwurst like bacon and cheese or jalapeno cheddar um, pineapple if you really want to get exotic with it so i mean all of those would probably go great in a garbage plate i'm just going to say that right now um it's not traditional but uh neither is a garbage plate outside of rochester so um make it what you will stick you know i i stick with the classic cheeseburger hot dog um if i'm if i'm at home i'll do both i'll just oh, load yeah. up both
1: i do one one of each right i do a burger and a hot sometimes and then i do boiled potatoes the rochester meat hot sauce um I don't like mac salad normally uh what else tons of baked beans love baked beans little bit of onion i don't do mustard really often and then the stale italian bread and i that's how yeah
0: it, it really is um it's hard to find stale italian bread here though <laughs> you gotta there, make are, it there are very it few outside. italian bakeries around here and, and i don't know anyone that does a good italian bread and i'm sorry the grocery stores just don't cut it So they really, they really really don't, but, but I'm hoping, I'm I'm hoping, and I'll I'll give you an update either when we do the August show or the September show, if I'm going to try to do this monthly, if I have, if I had my way, I'd do this weekly (laughs) because I really am having a lot of fun doing this and just, um, reminiscing about Rochester of the past of what we would consider the past. um, I'm sure there are people much older than me that would be like, I remember when it was even better than when you remember And I'm like, "Oh, cool. Come on the podcast and we'll talk. <laughs> we'll have a generational gap divide. Oh, but, sure. Back um, when
1: Xerox and Kodak were thriving,
0: sure. Yeah. It was a titan of industry. It really was. And, and now it's become a bunch of Uber drivers. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. That's really it. Can I give a shout out? Absolutely. So my uh
1: I have a cousin in California who married a guy who, who I mean they both grew up there, but but she comes to Rochester. She she would come often to Rochester. Um so she told him about white hots. And he's like, What is this? So now for his birthday every year, they invite all their friends over and he mail orders white hots and makes them for people.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I could, yeah. I, you know, it really is something when that it's if you really like them, you take them with you. And that's exactly what I've done with, with the plate, the garbage plate, whatever, trash plate, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's a delicacy. And I, and I like, like you said, I really think it has legs outside of Rochester. It's just, Nobody's ever done it. You show me that food truck in South Carolina that's doing it. And I want to say it feels like I feel like a missionary at this point, like I'm spreading the word of the plate. I mean, this is, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm you know, I feel I feel like I'm doing I feel cathartic doing this. This is this is uh, this is extremely Therapeutic, I will say that
1: oh, absolutely. I had a I, another buddy grew up in Iowa, went to school with me in Rochester, and then he escaped to Virginia as everyone does. Mm-hmm. And he fell in love with White Hots, and he found a Wegman's near him and was able to get his fix of White Hots.
0: Wow, yeah, yeah. They uh, Wegman's really Wegman's really expanded more than I ever thought that they would. Um, I know everybody loves them. And the, for the few people that have gone outside of Rochester, they've, uh, they, they've really expanded. They've, they've done, they've done really well. I never thought that they would, ex- I never thought that they would go as far as they have. Now they're building them in Florida, um, Florida? North Carolina. Yeah. No. Yeah, my dad was telling me they're building a Wegman's in the villages. Oh right, yeah. Wow. Which which kind of goes against the the unspoken Wegman's Publix alliance, but yeah. Wow. You don't anger the old people.
1: Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say to? <laughs>
0: I really don't. I, I re- Mark, I had a great time again with you. I, I do hope that uh, the second episode is as enjoyable as the first one uh, to all the listeners out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, downloading the podcast, listening, reminiscing. I, I hope you, I, I hope it brought a little joy to your life either way, either whether you're outside of Rochester or inside of Rochester. Um I'm gonna go sip a couple honey brown loggers now, and <laughs> we will do this again soon.
1: Hey, thank you so much, and and we've been getting great feedback from the listeners, and uh, so yeah, thank you, Mike.
0: Oh, it's it's my pleasure, and um, this is Dr. Mike for the Flyover Plates podcast. And if you ever find yourself away from the coast, stop by and say hello.